Hey friends, you're listening to Whole Heart with Monica C. Guidry, a place where you can discover your purpose, your passion, and a place to get tips to get zest for your life back. Keep listening. Every Monday and Thursday, new uploads and tons of laughs right here. So I was listening to someone that I follow on social media and she was having a conversation about the 3 a.m. call. And basically what that was, was that who do you have in your life that you know that you could call at three o'clock in the morning? And it got me thinking, I need to do some reaching out because I need to make sure that when I call, there's going to be people to pick up on the other end. And that takes some vulnerability. So on today's show, we're going to talk about besties and how to know that they were the ones that you needed in your life and that they will especially be there when you call at 3 a.m. Hey friends, thank you for tuning in to Whole Heart. As always, I'm so glad that you're here. And like I say on every show before the start of every show, everything that I do is unedited. So this is all in real time. And I'm so excited about today's podcast slash Zoom call. This will also be uploaded to YouTube. So you will get to see these beautiful faces. Um, I am um, going to be talking today, uh, as you heard in the intro, about Bestie and that 3 a.m. call and how you know uh, that you have someone in your life that truly is your person. Um, so as we get started, I want to start introducing people and they're going to come on and you're going to get to see their beautiful faces and we're going to talk to them and their besties and have a little fun at the end. I'm going to hold the surprise for the very, very end. So I'm going to start calling people on. So let's go with Angie and then Comfort and Janine and Kim and Nike and Nikki. Everybody say hi. Hi, everybody. Yeah, there we go. Okay. So how this all got started, I don't know where Kim is. Kim's mic is still muted. She'll figure it out, I hope. Got it. Sorry. Yeah, you're in the house. All right, so 3 a.m. call. So how it all came about was I was listening to somebody that I follow on social media, and she was having a conversation about the 3 a.m. call. And basically what it is, they asked her, they said, well, who are your people? Like who, you know, you're friends with everybody, but who's your person? And she was like, well, everybody's my person. Mm -hmm. And um, that it's easier for her to have multiple friends than just a few select friends, because it's just easier that way. And she doesn't want anybody to feel, you know, left out. So it got me to thinking like, this is literally my life. Like I literally for my whole life have had tons of friends um, and never necessarily um, a bestie, like someone who I've feared at all, you know. And um, it got me to thinking, you know, well, what this 3 a.m. call is, is the person that you know will be on the other end if anything happened. Like, they're your person. Like, you can call them in the middle of the night mid or morning, and they're there. So what I did was I said, you know what, I need to start narrowing some stuff down because... For me, it's easier for me to have eight different friends and share one eighth of myself than to have one or two and share it all. And basically that was because I just didn't want to be vulnerable. I was fearful Mm -hmm. that if I showed you myself that 
you would think I was gross or, oh my gosh, she's not perfect like I thought. Or, you know, just I have all these different fears. And honestly, it wasn't until just this past year that I was like, you know what, I'm going to start letting people in. I'm going to take down these walls. I'm going to unlayer myself and let people in. So I made the call. I made the call a couple of days ago and I said, if I needed to call you at 3 a.m. in the morning, can I do that? And I was so, when I did that, I promise I felt so crunchy on the inside. I felt so crunchy. I know that sounds weird because I know that I would be there for people, but you don't want to be an imposition to other people. And so when they started responding back and saying, yeah, I'll, I'll be there. I'll be here at 3 a.m. call. It made me feel so good. I can breathe. So tell me ladies, and I'll start with, I'll start with um, introducing you. So Angie and Kim, you guys have been friends for, tell me how long? Second grade? Since second grade. That's a long time. So you guys, I consider you guys as lifers. That, that yeah. was like two years ago, Monica. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I don't want to tell your age, but like in, in years, like how many I years? Will, I, I mean, over 50 years. Over 50 years. No, what? no. I'm sorry. Second grade. No. Almost 50 years. We're, we're, wait. <laughs> yeah, no. If you can see their faces, everybody, they're like, really <laughs> no, I'm like, how old are we? Over 45 years. 40, yeah, 45, 45. That's amazing. And then um, the other set of friends that we have is Nikki and Nike, and they're actually what? Sisters. <laughs> they're sisters, and they're considered to be best friends. And then we have Janine and Comfort, who. I would consider us fast friends. They haven't been friends as long as these guys. Yeah. But when I was reaching out and talking to them, that's what they said. So Comfort, I'll start with you. How did you know that Janine was your person? I feel like I kind of forced her into it. Um, <laughs> she didn't really have an option. <laughs> but to be honest, that year, I was kind of like you. Well, no, not like you, Monica. I didn't have many friends. Um, I knew a lot of people. But... Um, that year I actually prayed for a good friend because I felt like I needed a friend because I had lived a lot of years without anybody to confide in and just kind of doing everything by myself. Um, and I think that's the year that I met her. We met, was it 2012 or 2011? Something around there. Yeah. Something like that. Eight, yeah. Like eight, eight-ish years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, and I knew she was gonna be a good friend because when I forced myself on her she didn't shut me down <laughs> <laughs> and she tolerates all of this it's a lot sometimes <laughs> Jenny, do you feel like that do you did you feel forced into a relationship yeah. with comfort <laughs> not a yeah. so so with me I'm usually not a person who needs a whole lot of social interaction I live in my head I am my own entertainment I don't need all of that Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, comfort would show up every day with something and I'd be like, Oh, there she is again, but I need a break. And, but now we just talk every day and it's just, I expect it almost. If I don't hear from her, it's like, so what's going on over there? Yeah. Um, so she's kind of trained me <laughs> to be a daily told you, <laughs> but I don't mind it. Like it's, it's so welcomed. I, I wow. being a part of my life. You guys kind of seem opposite. Yes. Correct me if I'm wrong. Comfort, you seem to be extroverted. You seem to be um, a people person. Not necessarily extroverted, but like a people person more. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Tell me if I'm wrong. It's, it's complicated. <laughs> um, you both. I, 
I, I'm both. You can call me an ambivert. I can absolutely turn it on when I need to. But I also need that time to stare at a wall and do nothing. And I don't have to be out all the time doing a lot. So it's, it's, it's weird. Okay. But you guys balance each other out. Sure. For sure. Okay. Now, how about you, Kim and Angie? You guys met in second grade. Was it, were you guys like in, um, in class together? Tell me about that. Yeah, we were in a class together. Um, <laughs> and I was going to say opposites attract because we're totally opposite. Tell me about um, that. <laughs> well, I love to touch and feel, and she does not <laughs> like me <laughs> to hug her. Um, no, you touch it appropriately is what you do. <laughs> um, she, she's forced me to accept hugs, Monica. I, I did okay. not like people touching me, and I just tolerate it now from her. I expect it. We uh, totally have opposite views on some things, but... Um, <laughs> Most things. <laughs> That's so interesting to me. Like, how, how does that work? The, that uh, you guys could be polar opposite, but love each other to the point where that you guys are each other's person. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, like, how, I, how mean, I mean, politically, we are at total opposite ends. And, you know, she can be wrong. And I let her know that. And I just make fun of her and we laugh. So. <laughs> and she's wrong, too. And I make fun of her and tell her. That's right. So we laugh about it. So basically, <laughs> yeah. humor, humor is at the foundation of you guys' relationship. Yep. And you, then not, and not um, acting our age. At, that's num- yeah, that's the key. And not acting. And then, and then also we have our serious moments where we can mm-hmm. cry on each other's shoulders and just, uh, hey, I need to, I need to talk or something like that. And she's always there. Or, or, there or I call her and say, okay, I need you to tear into me because this is what I did. And she does not disappoint because <laughs> she lets me have it when I need it. Wow. Okay, so Nike and Nikki, you guys are have an interesting relationship, I would say, because you're sisters, mm-hmm. and so you're you're basically you 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 not, didn't necessarily choose each other. You guys were kind of the force, kind of forced into it. <laughs> the birth force by purpose, it's purpose. <laughs> but sisters don't necessarily have to be friends. True. So there's a balance between God has purposed us to be friends, but we also have grown into friendship too. Because there's four years between us. So that started off interrupting my world. She's older. <laughs> just so you know. Yeah, I'm the oldest. <laughs> And then I, then she's become, you know, God's gift to me. So mm-hmm. when did that happen? Because if there's four years between you guys, you didn't necessarily have the same sets of friends growing up and you guys were probably living your own lives. So when did you guys become close friends? I honestly think it's our parents instilling family. I think uh, it was really big for like my mom and my dad to have a sense of family and the importance of it. So even when we don't get along, like being friends doesn't mean you get along and everything's happy. I was like, <laughs> even when you don't get along, like our mom was there, like you guys are sisters. <laughs> and you <laughs> out. <laughs> I was like, there's, there's like a, I've had, I've had great friends, but what I think is really interesting about the sisters, like they're not going anywhere, you know, like uh, I mean, I've had friends of like 10 years and, you can sometimes feel the drift of long friendships, 
but with the sis, you know, the sister, like they're always there. So even when you have a, not that that's a bad thing, no. but even, but when you have a problem, it's like, you must communicate, you must deal with it. I can't isolate, but too much. Right. Cause it's like, you know, she's your family. Like, and, and what's awesome is it's like, I don't have to, you were talking about the transparency of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like she knows a lot about me. No hiding. Yeah. It's like <laughs> she knows the, when I was little, you know, the ugly parts, the mm-hmm. what my weaknesses are, what my strengths are, you know, and I know like, what's but then also you have to watch it because we do know yeah. so much about each other. We can also, we have to be mindful not to go below the belt yeah. or not push, right. but mm-hmm. that, you know, we can. So I think the, the main difference is we get, 24 seven to figure it out, go through a process, a long process every day together. So that, that brings me to a really good point. Like, was there, um, have there ever been times in your lives where you're like, you were tested in your relationships? If anybody else wants to take that, your relationship (laughs) was tested. Uh, I'll, I'll start, go with comfort. I'll start with you. (laughs) The testing of your relationship at all. Not that I can think of right offhand. Um, not a testing. Mm-hmm. We have some just minor differences. Um, like I used to be really sensitive. Like she said earlier, I will contact you every single day. Like, mm-hmm. and she needs some space sometimes. And early on, I'd be like, does she not want to be my friend? Does she not want to talk to me? And it took me a minute to learn her um, and understand that, yes, she does not need that constant all day spamming you on Messenger where I might need that more. So um, I think originally, like, I had my feelings hurt maybe a tiny bit just because I didn't know. But over the years, like, I know that if she disappears a little tiny bit because she needs that space. Yeah, I'm fine with it now, but yeah, Mm -hmm, definitely. You're speaking each other's languages now. Right. How about you and Kim and um, Angie? (laughs) You guys have been together for, for, been friends for a long time, so I'm sure, and we don't have to use the word testing, I mean, but has there ever been a time where you were like, okay, are we going to continue on? (laughs) I don't necessarily think it got to that point, but I know that I took a prank way too far. And we now, <laughs> we, we, my other friends and I, we joke about the time we almost burnt Angie's house down. Um, and that, <laughs> and that was the only time that I was really, really mad. <laughs> and what had happened was, so again, political, there's a specific person who, um, Hillary Clinton, she does not like. So for her birthday, her husband let us have access to their house. And we had a surprise party where we decorated everything with Hillary Clinton all over. She is still finding Hillary pictures mm-hmm. in her house. Um, years so, ago. Yeah. And then a few Angie. Huh? And you're still finding pictures. Yes. Yes. And she's still my friend. So, you know, yes. you know, we're in it. To, we're in it for the long haul. Exactly. But a couple <laughs> years after that, we went to her hayride. And while they were outside, we stripped her entire bed and layered everything. Um, some kids helped us. So they taped Hillary pictures by a pilot light on a gas heater. 
Yeah. That was not intentional. I did not know that happened. So we're still friends. That's the only time where I was like, oh God, she's going to hate me. I'm not going to have a friend anymore. I almost burnt down her house. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. That was like, okay, enough is enough. But <laughs> so um, what, makes, what makes you guys say, or what made you choose that this is your, your person? Like what, what was it about them that you said that I don't mind being vulnerable with them. I'll let you take it, Angie, since you're, you're up on my screen. I think, um, I don't, it just, I can't, I really don't know. It's just like, uh, we've been this, we've been friends forever. And it's like, you know, it's just like a marriage, mm-hmm. but, um, we're, we're, we know each other's ends or faults and everything. And we know that, okay, we all make mistakes, forgive each other. We've been there along the way to see each other, you know, to, to go throughout their lives and the, the ups and downs. We've always been there for each other. And, mm-hmm. and you know, something simple you know, or something, you know, that, that irritates you. It's like, you're not going to throw that away. Mm-hmm. friendship that you've had for years and years and so it's um I don't know she's just stuck with me and uh, that's right and I am with uh, and she's stuck with me exactly. I mean we don't refer we don't refer to each other as friends anymore because no. we have, you know it's I don't have a, I I'm sorry my girlfriends are my sisters because God didn't give me a sister so I have two of the best sisters that are not my blood but they are absolutely my family she's wow. my sissy yeah beautiful I'm going to call on Janine. Why do you think it's hard for some women to have female relationships? Like you hear this thing, oh, it's, you know, women are catty and like all the, all this, all the negativeness about female relationships. Why do you think it's, it's hard? Uh, so for me personally, it was difficult because I think comfort might be my First, well, I've had some other girlfriends in the past, but they were a little flaky and fell off. Mm-hmm. But comfort stayed. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, when I was younger, it was girls were always so complex. They were so complicated. <laughs> and I'm really not that complicated. Um, it just wasn't inviting to me. I grew up with brothers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a sister. <laughs> so it's like, no, if anybody's going to be complicated, it's going to be me. I'm not doing this with anybody else but yeah just I don't know maybe that's it I think as you get older though you realize that um women are safe spaces Mm -hmm. um, and you need each other you need that kind of sisterhood and um camaraderie uh amongst other females I I just think it comes in time it just happens and you go wait a minute these guys are crazy I thought they were simple but they're ruining my life I need a girl (laughs) That gives me chills because I literally just came to that understanding. I, I need, I needed someone. Yeah. You did. Mm-hmm. I, 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 why am I getting emotional? This is crazy. But like, like the, that, I, it, I never had any cattiness with any, with any females or anything like that, but I just didn't realize how important it was to have someone, you know, to have, I mean, I've, I've had people who are close to me. I never use the term bestie. That's just a personal preference that I, I don't use the term just because I don't want any of my friends to feel as if someone else is superior to them. But, but what I found in this just recent year was that 
I needed someone that I could be vulnerable with. Mm-hmm. And I, what you're saying, Janine, I, I really didn't, and even comfort, I think you even said it. I didn't necessarily need, felt like I needed it. But now that I'm older, I know that it is something that I need. How about you, Nikki? What do you, how do you feel about that? Um, regarding the need, the need for the need to have, to have someone that you can bear your, your truths with. We'll talk, we'll take that part, take the tell end of it. Yeah, that's important. I mean, if I could give an analogy, it's kind of like if you have people over, um, and you're hosting in your home, like your in-laws or just friends in general, you kind of have a level of being yourself, but not really. And then after they stay too long, you kind of want them to leave. But I think like with, that's how I know, I guess Nike is my person is because she's not a guest, you know, and I'm completely hundred percent myself and um, I never have to you know, face her an air and having um, the type of sisterhood where you can be authentic and take your mask off. Yes. That's, I think that's essential for all of us. We need that mm-hmm. kind of connection. Wow. What if you can, because I want to kind of wrap this up a little bit. I want to get you guys so long. What would you say to your, to your, well, well, let's do the game first and then we'll get into the deep stuff. <laughs> let's do the game first. So if you're, if you're listening, you're still, you stay with us. Um, we're going to do a game. I've already talked to these guys and gave them the questions um, prior. So they are aware of what the questions are, but they don't know each other's answers. So let's get into it. Let's go. And when you guys give your answers, uh, hold it up and say the answers so that people who are listening on the podcast can, can hear your answers. Okay. So um, the first question is uh, one word to describe your best friend. Um, we didn't get that question. We didn't get that, yeah. we didn't get that question. I'll give you an answer. <laughs> where, where, where am I at? Where am I at on this thing? Okay. Wait. Oh, is it the superpower one? Uh, <laughs> somebody, somebody, tell me. Since cancer, I don't, first, I don't, I don't know. What was it? Cancer. Yes, that's what it was. Cancer. <laughs> what, what is that? You guys are gonna have to walk me through all of it then, because these I'm gonna order. All of it. Okay. So, pants or skirt? Hold up your hold up your side. Pants. 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 Um, is mine backwards? <laughs> no, it's all I got it right. Mine is backwards. Is for ourselves, or are we answering our so own? You're answering for your friend. So oh. what their, what their answer would be. Yeah, I was saying the same. <laughs> okay. From Old Navy, why do we both have parentheses? <laughs> <laughs> for the listeners, for the listeners. Janine and Comfort answer right they answered their their person's right it has pants but they both have parentheses and it says from old navy <laughs> sponsor my show old navy what did you say um janine says pants but not dress pants because of yes, but not dress pants hey one time i had on a pair of slacks and she <laughs> laughed in my face she laughed at me for wearing pants <laughs> that weren't leggings <laughs> I don't remember that. So somebody give me the second question. What's the second question? So we're answering for you, right? 
Is it a dream? Is it the a dream? dream? Yeah, it was a dream. Okay, so if you're listening at home, if you're with your best friend right now, like this will be so cool for you guys to do. Start writing these answers and, and, and answer for your bestie. Like, what do you think the answer would be? And I want you guys to tag me on Instagram or Facebook and let me know how what you guys' results were. So the second question is, what is one dream your best friend wants to fulfill? Gosh, what is one this? dream. <laughs> I said finishing moving into her cabin. Finishing moving into your cabin. What was your answer um, for her? Was that right, Angie? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You stutter. Oh my gosh, I love you. <laughs> what I had for Kim was run or walk a marathon. Run or walk oh, a marathon. Oh, yes. I said I wanted to do that. Okay, so you guys are right. I about so, that. Okay, let's go with Nike and Nikki. What were you guys' answer? I said own a dance studio or brand her dance swag. What about that, Nike? Is that right? Um, absolutely true. Absolutely true. What was for her? Teeth dance and road dancers. Yeah. Okay, you guys are being honest. I should be honest. Okay. Okay, so um, Janine and Comfort, what are you guys' answers? Okay, to fiercely run runway walk down every hallway on the planet. Oh, that's awesome. That's good. I mean, every hallway is a runway, right? I mean, that's what they tell me. Sure. I walk, right? So I'm we'll go with that. Okay. What was yours? I said owning an event space. Owning an event space. Is that it, Janine? That's one of them. That's one of them. What's your other one? Oh, I can't tell you all my dreams. Not all of them, but okay. You can well, keep I it. think that's good. That's good. <laughs> okay, so let me do a last one then. What's a favorite food? Mexico. Mexican. Up with you guys and Mexican food. So Angie and <laughs> Angie and Kim answered Mexican. So you guys were right about that. Oh my gosh. Tacos for Janine and Comfort. Tacos. <laughs> Is it the same for both of you? Yep. Tacos. Okay. And then Nike and Nikki. Okay. Shrimp. Seafood. Ooh, what is that? Crab legs. It's crab not legs. seafood. Crab it's legs. legs. Oh. But, um, seafood in general. Yeah. So both. So both of you guys like seafood, and that's you guys. Both of you guys' answer. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. I can't believe. So what? What I'm finding here that all of you guys have come from. You guys are in, in your guys' own category. I say fast friends with Janine and Comfort, lifers with Angie and Kim, and then sisters. And what I love about what makes you guys unique in all of it is that there's so much comfort um, in the relationship that you have with each other. And you can tell the joy that you have for each other when they speak, when each other speaks. I'm looking at you guys' faces and you can really see the authenticity, did I say that right? Um, Of genuine love for each other. Um, So for the listeners at home that are saying, you know what, I've never had um, a person I'm kind of fearful to let anyone in. What would you say? What would you say to them, Nikki? Um, I kind of like what Comfort said. You know, if if you are a believer, pray and ask um, God for a friend. Because I think there is a level of being careful. You have to be. Everyone is not for you, but um, you you also can't have like guards on your heart. You got to know, you know, how to eat the meat and spit out the bones with people and give it 
time plus truth equals trust. That's right. That's I like the process I like to put people through and give people a chance to love you and, and don't be afraid to love. You know, there's no fear in love. How about you, Nikki? Nike. Me. Nike, sorry, okay. Nike. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Uh, same. Um, I think the hardest thing is being honest with all the all the like parts you don't want people to see. I think that's hard um, to do, but to honestly um, build a strong friendship or a relationship or anything, you kind of have to do that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, take the risk. I mean, I think there is no, you can't get anywhere without taking a little bit of risk. So every relationship, it's that potential of it not really working out. But I think the beauty of finding it is worth kind of the risk. So to, you know, if you find someone who, I forget what you said, trust the first time. <laughs> friendship. Time plus if you, if you find someone that you feel you can connect with, I would say, you know, keep trying, keep reaching out, make them talk to you like comfort said. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'll, I'll let Janine go last. Janine, um, what would you say to someone out there that is, that's really struggling with, with, um, with, with letting someone in? Um, I, I probably would just echo the things that have been said already. Just, um, mm-hmm. I know it's tough sometimes, but uh, the benefits of taking the risk really outweigh the, the fear of not doing it mm-hmm. um, because there's nothing like it. When you have safe space with someone, um, when you can, you know, talk about all the stuff that you've done wrong or, you know, like confess your things to, and then they come back to you with real responses. Um, over time, that really, I don't know. It, it, it's everything actually. Yeah. It really is. If I didn't have this, this space with comfort, um, I'd just be talking to myself all the time. She knows I talk to myself, <laughs> not my best counselor, but she's a better one. So. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then Angie and Kim, you, my, my lifers, uh, what would you say to people out there to, um, I don't know, encourage them in, in connecting or finding someone that they connect, can connect with? Opposites are good. <clears throat> opposites. Go yeah, I was just going to say opposites are good. You don't have to have a group of friends that's just like you because that's boring. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, if everybody was like us, oh my goodness. You know, so opposites are awesome. And look for that sense of humor mm-hmm. first. And, and, you know, it's build on that. If you can, in my, in my opinion, you, I, I know where I'm going with this and I'm having the, not having the words that I want, but, you know, you have to be able to laugh. And I know, like, like at first, awkwardness, I laughed my way through everything and, and it's super scary, but after that initial bout, if you will, of awkwardness or insi- unsureness, mm-hmm. it's, you know, just, just be vulnerable because you, you need to do that and you have to be vul- vulnerable to grow. Yeah. How about you? So, you if, you, if you can't be yourself around others, then obviously then that person is not meant for you as a friend. I mean, the, the, the one friend that you'll find will accept you for who you are and will laugh with you and cry with you and be there along the way. Um, even though if you're married, you still need a friend that you can reach out to and just be extra goofy around and just, you can share 
so much more and be so much different with your friend than, than your spouse. It's just entirely different. It's, um, I don't have any sisters and, and it's like Kim is like a sister to me and I can be extra goofy around her and silly. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you, ladies, for, for being guests on my show. Um, I know it was a quick turnaround, but you guys answered the call. And I, and my prayer is that, um, that the people that, um, that were out there, kind of like me, uh, kind of like Comfort and Janine, and um, where you're just kind of like good with being where you were, um, but then finally wanting to open up that people that are listening uh, would find someone, pray about it, and find that person that they can have a space a safe space with, like Janine said, and and grow into something that is meaningful and purposeful and, and something that is good, that brings them joy. So again, thank you guys for being guests. Thank you for your insight. Thank you for the laughs. And I'll be talking to you guys soon. So I'm gonna let you guys go and then I'll wrap up with the rest of the show. Thank you guys. Good job, Monica. Thank you. <laughs> you guys um, that are still tuning in, listening, um, again, that 3 a.m. call is extremely important. And I don't know if you're watching by way of, of YouTube or if you're listening in on my podcast, but I would encourage you um, with my whole heart, because that's the name of the show, with my whole heart to find that person, reach out as scary as it may be or as fearful as you may be, reach out and, um, and, and to, to some people who you want to be in your life to be your person and to be your 3 a.m. call. Again, thank you for listening to Whole Heart and I will speak with you soon. Goodbye, friends. <laughs>